Hey everyone, welcome back to The Fight With Our Feelings, a podcast where me, Caitlin Baldwin, a registered psychotherapist, uh, talks about life and love and values and fear and judgment and shame and all those good things that wrap up in the human experience and mostly coming to places where we look at the ways that we avoid or try to push out or suppress our experiences and, and why we don't have to. So recording this right now, I am fresh off of watching this movie called Wisdom of Trauma, um, which was kind of a, a special movie, I guess. It's only um, out there and accessible for this week. And uh, it was led by Gabor Mate with um, other kind of people within the field of trauma um, and support, I guess, just generally. And uh, I cried the whole time. <laughs> um, so I'm, I feel very, very emotionally vulnerable right now. Um, and I, I had ideas to record a, a different kind of podcast idea for today. But just from that video, there was so much that really stood out to me that I really wanted to speak about here. Um, so this isn't necessarily an episode on like a how-to or here's things that you can do, but really just talking about these super big themes of feeling wanted and needed and our, our kind of natural innate human desires. Um, not even desires, our human needs. I, I really want to speak to this. So uh, true to form, I'm going to start with a quote, and this is actually a quote from Gabor Mate uh, from this movie that I just watched. And he was talking about um, kind of general human needs, but he used the example of babies, um, of, of newborns when they're crying. And he said, a baby that you don't pick up will die. Even if you feed it and change it, um, it's not just that the baby's overwhelmed, that they're overwhelmed. It's also that there's no one there to hold you. So he talked about that with the example of um, kind of this new age realm of parenting and specifically sleep training where you hear the baby crying and crying and you kind of leave them um, to be alone, essentially, and to uh, like self-soothe. And I, I don't want to get fully into that because I'm not a parent. I'm not going to try and speak to parenting in that specific way. But what he was talking about is that a baby and a child, um, their, their major needs are just to attach. And that's really what humans even into adulthood need. We need to attach. And so it, it kind of speaks to this point that you can do all the um, maybe basic needs for survival of, you know, like feeding, water, um, I don't know, basic hygiene, I guess. Um, but you will die as a human without human connection. You, it, it's just something that we are not able to survive. And so largely what this movie came back to is kind of the ways that we um, isolate and hide away from the world. And this actually made me think of something that I've seen um I don't know, a few times randomly on my newsfeed in the last couple weeks, there was this uh, like Tumblr post meme type thing that I shared a couple years ago. 
And it stood out to me recently. I think it came back on my memories a, a day or two ago where I was like, huh, I don't know if I agree with that anymore. And it was a post about um, introversion and how it, it doesn't have to be this like flawed character trait, you know, that they always try and like fix in movies. They bring the introverted person out and they suddenly become outgoing and whatever. Um, you know, and this post was like that it, it's not a flaw. There, there isn't anything wrong with that. And so I agree with that to an extent, right? It, it isn't a flaw to be introverted, especially because introversion just means that you um, you feel depleted when you're energy-wise, when you're around a lot of people and you get re-energized when you're on your own. So there isn't anything wrong with that, but there is something wrong. And I don't like using that word, but I'm going to use it here. There is something wrong with, with feeling like you can't connect with or don't want to connect with others. And so again, kind of largely what the stories in this movie came back to, because they, they had people on that um, were homeless who, uh, who suffered from addiction and not just substance use addiction, but at all different types of addiction. Um, and, you know, and, and people with severe like mental health disorders and and how it all kind of came back to these beliefs that we are unwanted or that we're not good enough and you know the ways that we kind of respond to those stories and one thing that really stood out to me is um Gabor Mate he's he's a medical doctor and he talked about you know <laughs> a big part of the reason why he became a medical doctor is because he too had those beliefs that he was unwanted you know, because he learned from a very early age that um, I think he was like separated from his mother when he was, I don't know, a, a newborn because he, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of stuff around that, but um, he got this message very early on that he was unwanted. And as a result, he, he said, he's like, well, how do you respond to beliefs that you're unwanted? You make yourself needed. And so he made himself a doctor. And I sat back and heard that, and, and that was kind of one of the points in the movie where I really started crying because I think that that's very much what's driven me into the field of work that I'm in. I felt unwanted at a very early age, and I now see myself as, as someone that's needed. You know, and, and even though the goal in therapy and with each of my clients is that they can get to a point where they, they no longer require therapy. Um, I think there's kind of this deep child part of me that felt very unwanted, that felt very outcasted, um, or like, you know, I didn't provide any value to people. And I supplement that with feeling very valuable to people. And it's probably why so much of my worth and my own self-esteem is wrapped up in my title as a psychotherapist, because I I, I want to feel needed. And so this came out in a lot of different ways, not only in the ways that we might perform for other people or make ourselves needed to other people, um, but also in the ways that we kind of withdraw and cower into ourselves. And this kind of connected me to a lot of work that I've been doing with some of my other clients about um, about kind of adjusting the nervous system and how our nervous system, there's there's a few different 
zones, I guess I'll say. Um, and one of them, this kind of, uh, I don't want to get too sciencey into it because <laughs> that's, that's something I, I do want to go into further depth um, in another episode. But essentially one of these zones, one of the ways that we, um, you know, regulate ourselves, and I'm using air quotes, regulate, excuse me, <laughs> is to withdraw and isolate and shut down. And, and and that can be a very hard place to get out of because when you're in that state, when you've withdrawn and shut down, you are kind of reinforcing this idea that the world doesn't want you and that people don't want you. Either that you aren't good enough or you're a failure or you're a burden. I feel very, I'm choking up as I'm talking about this, which I'm not, I don't want to ignore. This, it's very, very hurtful for me to think about this reality because it's something that I feel often and that I know my clients feel often is this idea that we are alone in the world when we're experiencing the hardest emotions. And this doesn't just, you know, come back to like the most severe depression. This comes, you know, in times when we are really, really stressed and we feel like we cannot talk with anyone about it. Or when we feel really, really angry and we feel like we have to shun ourselves and, and go somewhere to be alone because the world won't accept us as we are. And, you know, in this movie, he, he talked about anger specifically so much because anger is something that is just judged really harshly in our world. And by our parents, by our teachers, by our caregivers, we're kind of taught that, okay, if you're angry, you can't be here. You need to go be on your own, isolate yourself from the community, which again goes against that that human innate need to be with others and to be regulated by others. They say, okay, you're angry, you go be by yourself, you go fix that, and then you can come back when when we've deemed it acceptable. When we've decided that you are, you know, fit and appropriate to come back and speak and be in this space. So, and anger is just kind of one of those emotions. There, there's also just this culture that we have now where, uh, and I don't, know, I don't even know if it's fair to say now, maybe it's always been like this, but this culture where we do not talk about emotional expressiveness. We do not talk about things that are vulnerable. And if we do, unless we have people that are, are willing to be empathetic and sit with us and talk with us, we are kind of shunned. We, we feel like we are separate from the world or that showing up as that emotional person in whatever you know state of feeling that we're in, it's like, no, 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 we, we can't do that. The world will not accept us like this. I feel like I'm kind of ranting, but what I wanted to get to is that, you know, coming back to this quote about this baby and that you can do all these things necessary for survival, but you still need someone there to hold you. This is something that I've, I've found so difficult to navigate in my work with people because parts of me have questioned whether I've been kind of too nurturing to my clients or <laughs> this doesn't even make sense, but like too unconditional. Cause I've really, with each of my clients, I really try to create an environment that 
yes, is challenging and we're working on, on change and growth, but above all else, my number one priority is to make sure that you feel unconditionally loved and supported. And I've, these, these kind of parts of me have challenged me on that or been worried that maybe I'm kind of being too soft or, you know, I'm, I'm kind of creating a state where like, I'm not empowering my clients as much as I should. And this movie, I'm, I'm so grateful that I, I watched it today and that I prioritize watching it today because it reiterates the fact that even, you know, the, the strongest, most tough adult out there needs to be held. And that in itself gets, gets very, very complicated because, you know, as therapists, we are taught like, whoa, touch is a no-no, <laughs> essentially. Um, it's this very, very complicated gray area and all these guards come up about, you know, okay, well, how do we deem if it's appropriate and how do we deem if like a client is fully consenting? Um, you know, and, and okay, what are the levels of appropriate touch? Is it like a hand on hand? Is it a hug? Is it whatever? And there have been so many moments with clients recently where I've, I've looked at them and they've just kind of shown up as they, they've allowed themselves to be vulnerable enough to show those children within them that are just wanting to be held. And I, in in that role in those moments, I want to reach out and hold them. I want to show them that they are here and they are safe and they are worthy of love. And then all this kind of complicated bullshit comes up. And so I have in, in situations where it felt warranted and it felt appropriate, I have offered it to clients. Um, and then even that, I like get all this kind of guilt afterwards and this movie, and there's a point in the movie when um, Gabor is, is sitting with this one person who I guess is kind of a client of his and they were going through, um, or the client was going through a, a psychedelic experience, but he, Gabor was kind of right with him and leaning over him and holding his hand and this client had, had his hand on Gabor's ear you know and, and they were just looking at each other and like connecting as humans and I don't know where I'm going with any of this but that is what therapy is at, at least in the space that I create it is a place where all of this guarded bullshit of being adults and protecting ourselves and making sure that we never feel hurt or alone ever again all of that guarding can be let down in a place where you are talking with someone that fully sees you as a human not as a list of symptoms not as a problem not as a project to be fixed or as a burden or whatever just sees you as a human that wants connection and love and support and to be authentic and i'm so incredibly grateful to be able to offer that space and work within that space and challenge myself on these own things and my own beliefs about being unwanted and unloved and whatever else it is it's just so crazy like the the more time i spend in this field of work this is i'm i'm into my 
I'm halfway through my fourth year, I guess, um, of, of providing counseling and therapy. I'm just seeing more and more that it's this theme of feeling unwanted, feeling like we're not good enough, feeling like a failure. And this, this smaller childlike part of us inside is just reaching out and wanting connection and wanting to be seen and wanting to be loved. And I'm, again, I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to provide any kind of space around that. But it, it also just, it kind of opens up uh, our entire horizon about, I don't know, what it, what it looks like to actually heal or to be healing is that openness to, <laughs> to, to be held to show ourselves to be authentic, to, to not hide away and isolate and be alone in the dark and in our suffering, but to connect with other people. This is a very emotional episode. I'm, it's so amazing when people decide that the life that's been constructed around them in our society does not fit and and they've decided and you have all decided even just by listening to this podcast especially if you listen this far because I know that this is heavy but you are deciding that whatever society is telling you is the way things should be that's not it that's not what you need you've decided that you deserve and you want more for yourself and, and that doesn't mean more in terms of more accomplishments, more accolades, more whatever. You want more in the realm of love and connection. And, and that's what it all comes down to. So I don't know. If you guys want to take away, uh, I guess just be more open to people. <laughs> um, I, uh, it's such amazing amazing work. I'm really happy to be able to do this. I'm really happy that you all have chosen to do this for yourself. I say this every time, but I got to figure out how to end these without just like a big sigh. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys for listening and see if no, you know what? I was going to send you off with like some homework to do. Don't worry about it. You know, take the day off. <laughs> I'll catch you guys on another episode.